Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the second hour of the program. Thanks to iSuzu. The iSuzu MUX is born to tow. You can join us one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or on the text line oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Matt White, Adrian Presenko, James Magnuson here for the next hour before we roll into coverage of the Raiders v Warriors. We've got plenty to get through. Plenty of your text still here around retro round as well. So we threw it out there. What's one thing that you'd like to see come on back for retro round now, Maggie? You're starting to think about jerseys and sponsors. Yeah, so I've just been Googling in the break uh, some retro jerseys. I looked at my old team, the Bulldogs. They've got a really cool one with HFC Finance, big sponsor on the front. There's another Hyundai one, looks really cool. Uh, West Magpies have got a cool one, Victor. Lawnmowers. <laughs> See, this is the thing because a lot of people identify their rugby league jerseys. I certainly did as a Manly fan growing up. Who was up. it? Wormold. It was Pioneer and then it was Wormold and then it was ADT for a while, which was weird. Then what's, Pepsi. What's ADT? They were a security firm. Okay. Yeah. I think so, they've got a Bing company on their thing at the moment. Yeah, they've had it for about, he, he's been a sponsor for like two decades now, the URM. URM. Yeah, 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 yeah. I looked that up while I was watching it one day. I was like, what's URM? And then I looked it up and it was like garbage. I was Trash. like, oh, fitting. Hand in gloves. They do all the garbage in the Northern Beaches. Yeah, area, yeah. So United Resources. This is a cool one. So South Sydney had Smith's Crisps. They did. That's a really cool one. Yeah. I like that. But yeah. the thing about the sponsor, right, on the front of the jersey, has to match the colour scheme of the jersey. I was just saying to you boys in the break, Bulldogs had Kia for a while, and there's a big red Kia in yeah, the middle of a blue and white jersey, whereas this HFC Finance is perfect. It's got blue background, white writing. Um, para, Adrian, who, who's some big-name sponsors well, for them? James Hardy's the iconic one, but mm. just that whole uh, James issue. Hardy is in the fashion <laughs> brand. Yes. No, no, in, no, no. James Hardy as in the building uh, company. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. The, I don't the, know. The asbestos link. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sours that somewhat, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that you guys. Who had Penfolds was. The famous grouse. Oh, yeah. Remember yes. that? Who was that? The famous grouse. And now I'm going back a fair while. The Is, Broncos just have a big one here that just says power. Yeah, that was the beer. Ah, yeah. there's beer yeah. called Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, pretty cool. What yeah. about uh, Canberra? Is it still Canberra Milk? Like, remember, yeah, that was yeah a it changed this one, year. It? It's not there again this year. That, the Steelers had BHP Steel. They did. That, that fits now that very fits. nicely. Remember the Henny Penny Knights? Yep. The Henny Penny Newcastle Knights? Do you remember all them? The, nah, nah. All, <laughs> the, all the Roosters ones here seem to be City Ford. Yeah. What, um, what about the actual material itself? Like back back in the day, the jerseys used to weigh about five kilograms, mm, mm, and now yeah. they wear these like ones that are almost spray on that you almost have to cut the yeah. players out just to get it. I've got of. a feeling it was it was Chris Anderson who was one of the one of the four um, goers when it when it came to making the the jerseys much more streamlined tighter. And, and tighter. Mm, yeah, I've okay. got a feeling I, that he. I might remember have. seeing Willie Mason getting cut. They had to cut his origin jersey because it was so yeah. tight 
that he couldn't take it off afterwards. You sure it wasn't his mud guts? <laughs> <laughs> what about some if of the you're s- listening, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the some of the swimsuits are, are hard oh, to get yeah. in and out, out of control. Yeah. Oh man, like when they had the full through suits, that's like thirty minutes to put on a suit. Wow. Um, but. In talking innovation, so Forbes Carlisle, yes. who passed away recently, he in, he was an Australian swim coach agent. He invented the shave down, so shaving the legs, yeah, wow. which was must have been revolutionary in swimming, right? Mm. One one year they come out and they got the big hairy chest. I don't know <laughs> what era do you reckon? That was yeah. probably fifties, sixties. And that was just wow. the East German women. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And then, the, um, then the next year they come out, smooth chests, no underarm hair. Um, but if it takes you thirty minutes to get into those suits, and what, if you want to have a nervous pee just before your race, oh, that's nightmare, a massive issue, nightmare. Isn't it? Like the amount of times I went into a, a, a race, busting to go to the toilet and holding it, you just have to hold it. Yeah. Well. Like what do you walk out and piss your pants on international <laughs> television? Um, I had, and, Come and, on, you waited till you got in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, imagine that. You, you dive in the front of the 100 freestyle and just get this release. So you you didn't spend much time in the super suit, though, did you? In no, the, in the... no, just just the very back end of my age group swimming, so sort of 17, 18. But I didn't get those. You know, Remember those those real shiny ones? Yeah. I think they were about 1000 bucks a suit. You could only wear them for one race. So only the tippity-top of, uh, of international swimmers wow. wore them. Um, but the other one with the, the suits in swimming, malfunctions galore. So people like having rips and tears and yeah. stuff. And I used to wear mine super small and tight. I think it might've been a state champs in Melbourne. And, uh, I, I bent over while I was in the marshalling area just to do a bit of a stretch and it ripped right up the crutch <laughs> and it wasn't a very important race. And I just, I looked out to see how many people in the stands. And I was like, ah, that's enough. So I just walked away, packed up the gear, and I was like, we're not racing. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to all those suits? If they're only single use, did you literally, what, chuck them in the chuck bin? Chuck them in after? the bin. Wow. One use, chuck them in the bin. Um, it, it, like $1,000, $1,200 a pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I had a superstition when I was swimming uh, with just the shorts we wore. from Probably from about 2010 to about 2015-ish, uh, I had a superstition where I'd only wear a suit once. Um, so like a, a, a racing week at a world champs, heats, semis, finals, plus relays, I might have like nine or 10 races. Yep. So I go through say 10 suits a week. Um, and they were still about 600 bucks a pop. Um, so all the kids in like the local swim club or whatever would get a, a new suit each every time <laughs> I came back from a, a big meet. Yeah. <laughs> You just got to be the same size as him to make yeah. sure. Got a little stretch. Well, these poor little kids walking around. Yeah, these big floppy suits. Text us in though if you do remember who's who's the major sponsor on your favourite jersey for Retro Round. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I for as a manly fan, I go back. I think it's the era that you became attached mm. to your team. Quite yeah. often, so so Warmold, for instance, made no sense to me as a young bloke. Yeah, but it was there. What is that? It was a uh, it was a fire retardant company. It was like, it was quite <laughs> Obviously, big. very successful. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that was the jersey that had you know that Graham yeah. Eady was wearing. Yeah, and, yeah, I, and yeah. I went, that's yeah. that's. The I think one the one I, I remember. I think it was Terry Lamb had a Hyundai jersey. I think I remember that. I just saw another one, Roosters Samsung. Yes, that's a big name sponsor. I the, my favorite Parramatta jerseys. Actually, when they went through all that scandal and they didn't have a sponsor and it was just a coin skin or they just had 1947 oh, yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. It was oh, actually yeah. nice to not have 
you know, yeah, be cool. a walking billboard. It was really cool. Mm. All right, let us know. 0457 736 736. Gavin from Penrith says, for retro round, we should scrap the video ref and bunker. Yeah, Gavin. Wow. <laughs> it'll, cause, it'll cause a big stir and just maybe everyone will appreciate it more. Mm. So that's, that's not a bad shout, is it? Yeah. If you could... So instead of just going back to an old jumper or putting on a 1970s suit and getting the hair going, you could have a retro round where the fans get to vote on one thing that they can remove from the game. Scrap technology. And just do it from a game that's kind of inconsequential. Like the Bulldogs play the Titans this weekend. Nothing much to come from that game rather than us uh, burying the Titans. But uh, a game like that where there's nah, nothing on the line, scrap the bunker, scrap the video ref. I think people would like it just in case, yeah. because you're not going back and just focusing on it all. You know, a decision's yeah. made, line up the conversion, let's go. Yeah. Some of those captain's challenges where you end up watching five, six oh. replays. And again, it's like, it's inconsequential to the, the outcome of the game. Like it's mm. towards the end and the team's trying to soak up time. So they challenge and knock on us. And you just go, oh, come on. Mm, yes, I, get, I can hear your frustration there, Mr. <laughs> um, now, Victor Radley, what do we make of this? So he commits to play for England at the end of year for the World Cup, um, obviously been teetering around New South Wales origin camps, but won't be now. So New South Wales is off the table. We've got Jerome Luai and Brian To'o going to play for Samoa. They both, of course, played origin the last couple of series. And Felice Kafusi has joined in saying that he's going to play for Tonga at the World Cup. He's already played for Australia four times and um, the Tongans three times as well. So it's it's a bit of a hodgepodge, isn't it, Adrian? Mm. It is. Well, the eligibility laws for the World Cup could well be changed after it insofar as, you know, Tonga at the moment is a tier two nation and yet they've beaten all of the major uh, nations and uh, ranked number two in the world. So how does that work? Yeah. Um, so because... England is a tier two, tier one nation. Radley can't play for New South Wales and for England. Yeah. But he, if he was, he, he could play for New South Wales and Tonga, and Tonga. if he so, yeah, if he if he uh, was eligible. So mm. it's um yeah, it's a strange one. And, and look, yeah, there's a lot of those Penrith guys, as you mentioned, will um, commit to Samoa. Um, a lot of the teams are being named already, but some of them are having a dollar each way. I mean, for instance, Italy is going to name. James Tedesco, but clearly he's not going to be go on Teddy. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do it for his father the way uh, yeah. <laughs> Boo Radley decided to do it for his. I'm I'm split fifty fifty down the middle, and this is why I'm split. I'm I'm really torn. And I can't decide. I've grown up being uh, huge on Origin and international football. It's played at the end of the year. I don't really care that much. I don't have that much interest in it. So I'm split 50-50 because I'm not sure what, as a game, we should be more interested in. Do we pump up the international game and then these World Cups suddenly become a really big, really competitive event, which would be a great spectacle? Or is Origin the pinnacle? Um, which, or, or does it continue to be the pinnacle? And the World Cup and international games are just sort of uh, almost sideshows tucked onto the end of a season. I think the demographics of the game have changed so much since origin started. So almost uh, half the participants in rugby league are Polynesian. They have a Polynesian yeah. background. A lot of them are, uh, are born in Australia. They, they're eligible for both. And I like the idea if that you can't make the Australian squad that you can go and play for Tonga, Samoa, Cook Islands. Cause that only means that you get the best players for the world cup. And that raises interest in it. I'm, I'm sort of with you missile on this one. I, I can't really, I'm split 50-50 down it because going back to the tier one, tier two argument, all I hear when international rugby league is brought up is how much we need to build international rugby league. 
Yeah. That, that's, that's the fallback every time. So these international rugby league needs to grow. These nations need to be um, given everything they can and all the support needs to go there, which is a really fair argument. But state of origin is the biggest thing the game's got. It's a juggernaut. It's the biggest thing that the game's got. Yeah. It's the most watched games, well, the three of the most watched things on, on television in Australia each and every year. It's the biggest product that rugby league has got, the NRL has got. So why not put why not put all of the emphasis there first? Yeah. And and then the argument will be, well, that's going to be at the expense of building up but, the international team. So it's it, it's the can, can scales not, of justice. Can you not do both, though? Like, does Jerome Luai playing for Samoa make his involvement for New South Wales any less special? I mean, I, I can't no. see how that's a, an issue. I mean, if you can do both, then that's fantastic. So, yeah. So I, I think Jerome Luai is, given that he was born in Australia and has played all his football in Australia. He's an easier example. Um, they like the, the Tao Malolo one has come up a few times. I think he moved here when he was 13 or 14. That, that wouldn't feel right to me, him playing origin. Um, and I know people will be offended by that, but there's no way when you move to Australia at 13 or 14, that your lifelong dream has been to play state of origin. Cause you probably didn't really watch it before you moved to Australia. Right. Mm. So the thing that keeps Origin so good is the passion and the, the the intensity of it. Do you lose a bit of that if you get blow-ins for, for Origin? I don't know. And again, for, for me, the, the the way I kind of justify it at the moment, if you said to me, here's, here's free tickets to the World Cup final coming up at the end of the year, and here's free tickets to the State of Origin uh, decider, which do you want to go to? I, I pick State of Origin 10 out of 10 times. That's... That's why you've got to give Jason Taumalolo a lot of credit. At, at the time, yeah. Origin was worth $30,000 a game, $90,000 for three games. Could and he have played? Yeah, he could have played. And yeah. he he made the decision that it was more important for him to to go over and, and represent Tonga when basically they were getting paid nothing. Like, you know, they were yeah. lucky to get a per diem um, every, you know, on any any tour. Like sometimes they, they, it would cost them money to, to pull on that jersey. And then Andrew Fafita also came across yeah. and everyone started to get on board and, and he has built that up so much as a result. I, I think, you know, footy's, footy's the better for it. it he could have had it oh, both yeah, ways. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. And you're right. That's, that was 90 grand back then. That was 30. So what, it's 15 now. Yep. And that was 30 grand for each match that you're playing. That's a, that's a yeah. big one to walk away from. You walk away from five years, there's almost half a million bucks. Yep. There you go. Uh, Eels Mars has jumped on the text line. He said, Warmold is Australia's largest fire protection organisation. Back in the day, Australia's first true multinational company. Is that an employee? of? <laughs> <laughs> Another texter likes the Pepsi and the Manly jumper, but now Pepsi Max, much like how the game is softer. <laughs> how many people would drink Coke just just because they didn't want to drink anything associated with man. Yeah. <laughs> was Pepsi the sponsor in the 95 grand final against the Bulldogs? I've got an image in my head of Pepsi. They were in 96. Definitely 96. They were definitely there in 96. Yeah, okay. We'll have to go back and I haven't it. watched the 96 one because shock horror. <laughs> <laughs> the Bulldogs weren't in that one, so I wouldn't watch that one. 0457 736 736 is the text line. Or give us a call. 1300 01 1170 is the open line. What do you think about the rules of eligibility for state of origin? Should Victor Radley, for instance, be 
okay to play for England and for New South Wales, or is it uh, a little bit of a hodgepodge? Let us know your thoughts around that. And retro round as well, the best jumpers that you can think of, tie them up with the sponsors back in the day. I remember Electronic Sales and Rentals sponsoring the Bulldogs, Maggie, way before your time. Yeah. I even remember the number, 6480100. Oh, wow. That is successful marketing, <laughs> that isn't is it? very good. That is good marketing. I'm not going to sing the theme song for you. It's 18 minutes after 1 o'clock. More after this. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.